Good evening. Goodbye forever by Nat Chang Rinpoche. Chapter 20, Part 2. Then now Shine sitting, Dujam Rinpoche concluded, and we all sat in silence. I do not know how long we sat, but it did not seem longer than 10 minutes. At the end of that period of time, Dujam Rinpoche chanted a short passage of Tibetan in which he was joined by Natchang Kunzang Wangdu and Serenk. I had not known the chant and so I sat in silence. Shine and Latong later teaching, Dujam Rinpoche smiled, then pointed to my notebook again, indicating that I should read another passage. Shundu Suzuki. Life is like stepping onto a boat which is about to sail out to sea and sink. Oh, yeah, Dujam Rinpoche laughed again, but to India flying. Somehow this seemed extremely funny and I laughed. Nakchang Kunzang Wangdu and the translator laughed as well. Then Dujam Rinpoche continued, Anyway, birth happens, then death follows. This always knowing. We must all be knowing. It is good that you write this. Are you often reading? Yes, Rinpoche, I wrote these quotations down so that I could remind myself of what I should be doing. There are no Vajrayana teachers in Britain. And so I have had to do whatever I could to gain experience. Dujum Rimshe looked sad for a moment and commented to the effect that I had not met with friends. I didn't understand at first, but then it became clear that he was referring to the Western Buddhists in MacLeod Ganj and Boda. To clarify that I was understanding correctly, I gave some short account of my communication difficulties with Western Buddhists in the East, to which he nodded and said, These not needing. These always coming and going. First serious, then forgetting. Like this, not needing. But also friends losing and music playing this also losing. I replied that I had indeed lost my two best friends who were excellent musicians and he asked, so now no music playing possible? Not much, Rinpoche. I do play alone but it is not the same and anyway I'm not that good a musician. Yeah, Rinpoche sighed. Always you must music playing. You must know good and not good, only subjectivity. There is no meaning to these ideas for a yogi. Use simple keeping. Chogyam doing what Chogyam doing. Other people this and that saying, only nonsense coming. Too many people ideas having and judgments making. You judgments not needing from others. You only my judgment listening. Then no problems coming. 
Now more reading possible? Yes, Rinpoche. Shunju Suzuki. When something dies is the greatest teaching. I also added when someone dies, as that was a statement personal to me. Yeah, then we know reality, Dujum Rinpoche sighed, but evidently not for himself. You have death knowing since young. This has great meaning, very great meaning. This not merely intellectual understanding. It is important. Death very sad. Death also very normal. Everyone born must be also dying. Everyone dying must be rebirth taking. We all dying. We all rebirth taking countless times. What is important is awareness keeping. Awareness keeping through bardos. Awareness into next life taking. I had indeed known death from an early age. I never attended a wedding as a child, but I had attended a series of funerals. My father was 50 years old when I was born and was the youngest of his family. I saw my grandparents die when I was quite young. They were followed by uncles and aunts. I felt somehow comforted by the fact that Dujum Rinpoche seemed to know my entire life simply by looking at me. I wondered how much detail he knew but felt it would be impolite to ask. Did he know about Alice, Annalie, Lindy? Did he know about my naked journey to the crossroads to meet Papa Legba? I construed that he probably did and wondered what on earth he'd make of all that. Then I caught Rinpoche's nod, motioning me to read another quotation. Shundyu Suzuki In the meditation posture, mind and body have great power to accept things as they are, whether agreeable or disagreeable. Dujum Rinpoche nodded, and his expression expressed that this was self-evident. Shundyu Suzuki If you understand real practice, all other activities are meditation. If you don't understand how to practice in the real sense, then even though you practice very hard, what you acquire is just technique. Yeah, Dujan Rimshay stated, most deliberately tapping the table with his forefinger three times. This important, especially in Dzogchen important. You must be every day coming when I have time and you must tell about practice so that I will know how continuing and what method using. Shundu Suzuki While you are continuing this practice week after week, year after year, your experience will become deeper and deeper and your experience will cover everything you do in your everyday life. The most important thing is to forget all gaining ideas, all dualistic ideas. 
In other words, just practice. Do not think about anything. Just remain on your cushion without expecting anything. Then eventually you will resume your own nature. That is to say, your own nature resumes itself. Dujam Rimshe glanced out of the window for a few moments and commented, Deeper, wider, yeah, these words have no great meaning. Meditation, everyday life becoming, that is Zogchen. Then nature is there of itself. This is Rangdro, self-liberation. Tomorrow returning, then Zogchen speaking. Chedrol, Shadrol and Rangdrol speaking. After a pause, Dujam Rimshe asked, more coming? I replied that there was a little more and Rimshe inquired as to how much. I said that there were only four more excerpts and he asked me to read them and commented on each one in order that I could make annotations from him that would serve me in developing the view. Shunju Suzuki When you accept everything, everything is beyond dimensions. The earth is not great, nor a grain of sand small. Picking up a grain of sand is the same as taking up the whole universe. To save one sentient being is to save all sentient beings. View, meditation and action, Rinpoche began, central to Dzogchen. When non-dual awareness, each action complete and perfect coming. Everything accepted because everything perfect in its own arising. Shundyu Suzuki Meditation is not some fancy special art of living. The teaching is just to live, always in reality, in its exact sense. To make effort, moment after moment, is the way. Making effort, Rinpoche mused momentarily. This is important at the beginning. But when meditation integrated with life, then effort not necessary. Without reference points, no dissatisfaction coming. Free from referentiality, anxiety is unnecessary and relaxing possible. Appearances infinitely pure, so discrimination unnecessary, serenity having. When self-existent wisdom is total, effort unnecessary and cheerfully resting. Shunju Suzuki Even though you read much Dharma, you must read each sentence with a fresh mind. You should not say, I know what Dharma is. This is also the real secret of the arts. Always be a beginner. Yeah, Rinpoche smiled. You must Vajrayana like artists studying, because you are an artist. Always senses and sense fields remembering. 
This is where awareness finding. There, resting, nowhere further going necessary, nothing seeking necessary. Shundyu Suzuki. When you are sitting in the middle of your own problem, which is more real to you, your problem or you yourself? Awareness here, right now, is the ultimate fact. Rinpoche laughed. Maybe mosquito net buying. Somehow, that was one of the funniest things anyone had ever said to me, and also entirely practical. I had been suffering from the mosquitoes in Boda, but had no idea that mosquito nets were available there. The statement was also directly related to the quote from Shundyu Suzuki, but in a way that was both entirely down to earth and indescribably mysterious. It probably reflects a great deal about my state of mind when I was with Dujan Rinpoche, because at face value, there is nothing remarkable about what he said. It was just the way he tied in a piece of pertinent practical advice with the quote from Shundyu Suzuki and concluded our discussion on a hilarious note at the same time. After a few days had passed, Dudrum Rimshe spoke of Rigpa and asked me to transcribe everything in my own words in order that it could be translated back to him in order to check my understandings. This is my teaching to you on Dzogchen and the nature of vision. The vision of Dzogchen sees reality as it actually is. Reality inseparable from the nature of mind, the natural state, where there are no distinctions, demarcations or discriminations. This awareness is Rigpa, naked presence of awareness in each point instant. We cannot express this awareness in words and there is nothing with which to compare it in terms of description. It is not the mundane condition of emotional turmoil and conflicted thoughts, but neither is it the emptiness that is the cessation known as Nirvana. Rigpa cannot be assembled, constructed or developed. It cannot be interrupted, discontinued or extinguished. One is never separate from Rigpa, nor does dualistic derangement disturb the non-dual state. In terms of Rigpa, it is impossible to say that we are existent in the moment but neither can we say that we are non-existent. Rigpa is neither infinite nor temporary. It cannot be established through specifics such as experiences or activities. It is the original face of non-duality which is beginninglessly pure, all-pervasive and all-pervaded. The unobstructed luminosity of non-duality 
and the entire spectrum of experience, whether deranged or liberated, is as the sun and its rays. Non-dual emptiness is undivided from non-dual form. Therefore, everyone and everything everywhere has the intrinsic nature of non-dual awareness, the spontaneously arisen universe of pure qualities. Recognition of the presence of Rigpa as the primordial natural ground of being gives innate cognizance of the three spheres of being as the intrinsic awareness of the union of luminosity and emptiness. This is the vision of Sogchen. I always found Vujram Rinpoche to be poetic, a work of art in himself. There was grace in every movement and gesture, a sonorous lilt to his voice. He had light-heartedness in which great seriousness resided, a solemnity that oscillated with mirth. His surroundings were always simple, yet perfect, and he was obviously always the master of circumstances. I went to see him almost every day, and he explained many aspects of the Nyingma tradition. I had no idea how unusual this was at the time, but I did know I was extremely fortunate. He possessed a sense of utter conviction as to where I needed to go, and he was never wrong.